Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you are out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th, because you deserve your own direct booking success. You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. And today I have Jeff Ilulian with me. He is the co-founder and CEO of Host GPO. Hello, Jeff. Great to have you here. Hello, hello. Really excited to be here. Great. Now let me let's start with your background because I think at your at your height you were managing about 150 units. So how did this all start? Yeah, yeah. When, when uh, my vacation rental company was its biggest, we were managing 150 properties. And those were everything from luxury homes to apartments, apartment buildings, you know, individual studios, the whole mix of them. But how did it all start? Well, I once upon a time, I, I was a lawyer, which is not usually how that vacation rental industry story starts, I think. But And technically, I think technically I'm still legally a lawyer. I, good to know, uh, good to know. <laughs> good to know, good to know. Yeah, currently active and uh, participating a member of the of the uh, Bar Association. But I was practicing law. I've been doing it for a couple of years. And I remember reading in 2014 an article that came out in uh, Dealbook in, in about vacation rentals and about the vacation rental industry and specifically about lease arbitrage. And I thought it was so fascinating. Uh, and it just kind of stuck around in the back of my mind and opportunity presented itself in 2014. I started with, you know, that first property, just immediately loved everything about it from setting up the home to the hospitality aspect to messaging guests with recommendations on where I thought they should go. And, you know, really loved the, the whole industry um, part of it and, and the hospitality part of it and grew that business from one to 10, 10 to 40, uh, 40 to 150 and ran that vacation rental company over course of about, I don't know, seven or eight years and then started host GPO about three, four years ago. And I was still kind of working there, but also starting this and really started from a need that I had, which was I was having a tough time buying Furniture, linens, amenities, mattresses, supplies, rugs, art—you name it. Anybody that's yes. listening knows the the pains that go into that. And Host GPO came from from that. So, what exactly is what's your sort of elevator pitch for Host GPO? Yeah, so Host GPO were a buying group for vacation rental hosts. So, if you're an owner operator with you know a couple of units, or if you are a 
large property management company with a couple hundred units or a couple thousand units, you join Host GPO as a member. And when you join and become a part of our group, you can buy from any of the brands that we partner with. And that's a lot of name brands like West Elm or Article or Crate and Barrel or Helix, Brooklyn and Public Goods, Rugs USA, or a lot of kind of wholesale companies that you wouldn't normally have access to. So that's things like Standard Textile or Gibson or Diversified Hospitality or a couple of these other brands where they don't really have direct consumer parts mm-hmm. of their business, or you can't get access to the products and pricing that host GPO has. So essentially, we're a membership-based group. This is a long elevator, by the way. This is like a 60, 70 floor <laughs> elevator. You, you got to tell me how many floors we're going so I can cater. The, but Oh, it's at least you know, 50 idea, floors. Yeah, for sure. At least 50 floors. I got another five <laughs> floors. So it's a membership-based group that you join. And once you're a part of it, you really can buy all of this stuff at the contractually guaranteed best discount pricing. Right. So because from my layman's point of view or my understanding is the more people you have together, the greater the buying power and that the companies will then give you the discount, a further discount because they know they're going to sell more units. That's right. So Host GPO collectively has over 300,000 properties signed up. That's in the US and Canada, which is our only two markets that we're in right now. And between all of those folks, we have the guaranteed best pricing with each of the brands that we buy from. So even if you try to go direct or you had 5,000 homes or whatever, there's no way you're going to be able to get better pricing than what Host GPO gets. That's great. And the GPO stands for? Group Purchasing Organization. And that's actually a type of business model, GPOs. They exist in other industries. So healthcare, pharmaceuticals, restaurants, you name it. You name a big industry, there's a GPO behind that industry which is aggregating all of the buying power into this collective group and then going and finding the best products and negotiating the pricing for those products. So if you were a doctor and you're opening a you know, new doctor's practice or you're a, a dentist or a, opening a hospital, you're not going to go try to figure out which scissors on Amazon are the right ones for you to buy to do your surgery, right? Whatever people are going to Amazon for to to buy scissors, it's very different than the use that you're going to have. And you're also not going to call and reach out to 30 different scissor makers to figure out what the best discount you can get is. So that's what GPOs do is they find the best products that make sense for that specific use. And then they go and negotiate that, that pricing and terms and shipping and all that stuff for the whole group. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's a no brainer once you think about it, isn't it? The more people you can get together, then you can get a lower a lower price. Now, you were you started this off as being a host yourself, managing you know up to 150 units properties. I want to hear the stories that led you to getting to this idea of host GPO because oh, the horror stories, all, the horror, the horror stories. stories because we've all <laughs> been there where you've got to find something. We've all done Ikea runs and whatever and having to put furniture together. But tell us about yours because yours is on a whole other scale. Yeah, I mean, I've had a couple a couple crazy ones. You know, the Ikea always sends chills down my spine because I definitely had the big Ikea days. The biggest one we ever did was we did a 48 shopping cart Ikea checkout, which was 16 uh, of my team members took just the checkout alone took three hours. We ended up loading everything into a U-Haul and then we had to build it. And, and, and when you started to think about, well, how much money did I really save? What, what, how much did that cost me in terms of time, in terms of my time, in terms of my team's time? 
the headaches that are associated with it. One of my employees got into a, an accident in the in his U-Haul on the way back. So that ended up being a headache. And so when you start to think about one, the 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 quality of products weren't great. And so we ended up having to replace everything pretty quickly. And then two, you start thinking about the amount of time that went into it. And then you realize that, well, if I would have ordered from you know a brand like West Elm or or Pottery Barn or something else, like that would have come been delivered and assembled for a flat fee, um, no matter how much you order, like those types of things really start playing a big role in determining how much you should, you know, how much you should spend up front to save yourself and, and what you're spending money on. So yeah, because we, kind of we all want the nicest things for our properties, for our guests, but it comes down to money, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it really does. But there's all these, but there's all these, there, you know, People jump, I think, and I did too. I mean, you jump at the, at the, well, this is the lowest one. This is $2 less than the other one. This is $4 less than the other one. And you jump at that right away and you don't realize all the hidden costs that you're not seeing. Like yeah. that, like we're replacing furniture is so expensive in your vacation rental. It's a crazy thing to do because when you think about it, the pullout couch that you buy that maybe is intended for having some guests throughout the year, your, your, your family comes to stay and they want to sleep on a pullout couch. Maybe you open that thing once or twice a year. You can't put that same pullout couch that's meant for one or two times a year use. You can't buy like the lowest quality one and expect that you're about to have a hundred guests through the mm -hmm. year opening and closing that thing. Your cleaners are going to open and close it every day. Like it's just not made for that. And so the costs associated with uh, refunding the guests when the pullout couch doesn't open. Uh, blocking off a day to have the, the couch removed and the other couch delivered if you can order it and coordinate it that way to have the removal and delivery on the same day, which is a whole nother amount of time. Then you ended up buying a second couch anyways that you should have bought the first time. So when you start thinking about the hidden costs associated with that, or you know, we really get into the metrics of you know the ROI on design, on interior design, on uh, you know having a scroll stopping unit where people are going to actually be like look and want to book that and click on it and, and see that the unit is or looking, thinking long-term about the hidden costs of, well, if they show up and it looks like it's wood, but then they touch it and it's just like a laminate coffee table that's peeling up on the corner and it's not really wood, like it's going to hit your accuracy yeah. score and your reviews, the quality of this overall stay. Those types of costs are the ones that add up over time. And I think people, including myself out of the gate, really didn't understand a lot of this. And, you know, the bigger companies in the space have known for a long time. Hotels have known this for a long time. You know, this is why these types of products, you know, contract grade furniture exist mm -hmm. is for this, right? Hospitality grade linens exist for this. And so I think it was just a big realization moment for me from going through the pain point of that Ikea run and, and a lot of other horror stories to, to, to kind of start host GPO. Yeah. And I like what you said about, you know, we've all been on Amazon and we've been looking for something and we're like, well, it's not for us. It's for our guests. So let's look at the, you know, we've got to watch our pennies and we're going for that cheapest option, you know, even though we'd like to spend more. Tell us what has happened when you've done this. Yeah. I mean, look, penny smart, pound foolish, but you know, I think you, I mean, I've, I've had that happen before where, and this is a big thing right now too. I love that this is, I mean, I don't love that it's coming back, but I read an article about this recently and it happened to me like six, seven years ago where I ordered like, you know, just the cheapest uh, nightstands to go next to this bed because uh, the ones that I had uh, got damaged and I needed to replace them between guests. And I ordered the one that was like the cheapest option and and ended up showing up and it was 
dollhouse-sized nightstands that were photographed to make look like they were really large because they're just floating in the white internet, you know, background. Yeah. And, you know, the, the obviously it was intentional and they hid the dimensions in the bottom and it was, you know, a no refund, pay for shipping type of experience. And so, you know, ultimately, I think what's cool about Host CPO is that you don't even have to pay more. You can actually pay less and get better quality products, yeah. but you actually know what you're buying too. And so we encourage people like, yes, you know, maybe you can find a mattress for $80. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, who knows? Maybe you can, but is that really what you want? I mean, you can spend a couple hundred bucks and put a really good quality mattress or more, you know, that's that's really mm-hmm. what I think folks should be striving towards, buying that contract grade furniture, buying linens that are rated to go through hundreds of washes yes. rather than dozens of washes without frame. You know, that type of stuff, the ability to access those types of products at less expensive costs than you were going to buy elsewhere and have better quality products is just such a great combination for people. It it really is. And that mattress, talking about mattresses and linens, the people coming to your place are coming there to sleep. And so yep. that is not an area to skimp on at all. <laughs> and what people what people don't understand, like this was this really blew my mind. It's not just that you can get a mattress from Helix, you know, at a discount, or you can get a mattress from one of mattress partners at a discount. It's not just that retail discount that you can get. It's the fact that you can buy hospitality mattresses from these companies. And people are like, what are those? What's like Helix has a hospitality mattress? They do. It's only available through Host GPO. Or if you're about to buy 20,000 of them for your, you know, a hotel, you can also buy. But, but what they are is, the same, essentially the same mattress, but instead of a box that comes with all the packaging and labels and, you know, the, the, you know, inserts and the, the cardboard with the whatever, it's just a regular box that comes. It's a Helix mattress. It's brand new. It's got the tag on it, but you know, you're, you're buying something that's meant to be used, not meant to like for that, that experience of opening it, which you're paying for as a consumer. I mean, you want that. You want to order the thing and open it and deal. But like you're setting up a vacation rental. When you buy your hundredth mattress, like you don't really care how it gets there as long as it's new and feels good. Yeah, it's more of a wholesale, a wholesale experience rather than a retail experience, which exactly it doesn't matter. (laughs) Exactly. And what matters is that it comes with a warranty. It's, you know, these mattresses are made in the US, which is great because they, you know, there's all these other kind of like really inexpensive mattresses that have a lot of issues and manufacturing issues and they sit sit in boxes for months and months and months and mm-hmm. even those are more expensive than what than than what you can get through a ship. So again, like finding the rails to those types of products and making them available to everybody. It's not like you have to buy a hundred mattresses through host GPO just because we buy, you know, hundreds of thousands. It's you can buy one, but you're buying it as a part of a bigger group. Yeah. 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 And what you buy affects your brand. And when we're talking about direct bookings, we're all about building that brand. So you don't want, you know, that table that looks like wood, how you said with the the corner peeling up, it just cheapens it, doesn't it? It really just cheapen it. And it's all about your brand. A hundred percent. And there's a million examples of that. You know, the corner peeling up is just one. I mean, the other one is I stayed at a vacation rental not too long ago in, in, or, uh, in Orlando. And or outside of Orlando and Kissimmee. And it was interesting to walk in and the the pillowcases, one was bright white, 
One was like off white. And then in the other room, it was like cream sheets, but then a white top. And I get it. I get it. You know, this place had been a vacation rental for a long time. It had gone through multiple turns and iterations. Mm-hmm. And at some point, things get stained and damaged. And your cleaners or whoever run to the close, or you run to the closest store, panic buy, paying way too much, one thing that you need to replace. And then all of a sudden, you end up with this mismatched things that don't really look consistent. And when you talk about direct bookings and branding and brand standards and quality, right? That's what you're trying to do with a direct booking is, is bring people back. Um, and you need to have certain standards to do that. One way to do that is have consistency. Um, and that is buying linens from, you know, we partner with Standard Textile. They're the largest hospitality linen company in the US. It's who sells to Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton, Ritz, et cetera. And if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for, for you know, the vacation rentals. But what's amazing about it is it's a company that's been around for almost a hundred years. They're not changing the 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 color white on their sheets. They're not changing these lines and of towels that have been around for you know eight years because they're brand standards. And that's what you want to start buying is how can you buy brand standard type products and buy, you know, again, you can buy two towels, but like we recommend you just buy the box. The box is 24, comes in one box. A lot of them come pre-laundered. Yeah. You, leave them, you don't have to do that first. Like these are all, they're so interesting how optimized this stuff is for this, for, you know, hospitality that just people just didn't have visibility. I didn't have yeah. visibility. I spent years overpaying and buying really terrible quality stuff before I learned this. And let's talk about the amount of stuff you actually need. So say your your place sleeps four people. It's not about having four bowls. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's another huge part of, to, to your point about standardization and, and brand and quality. Like, you know, you can't, you, I, we see this all the time, you know, place sleeps eight, there's dining table seats, six, there's <laughs> six, six forks, you know, like, because that's how many, but, or, or eight forks, like you can't expect people when they're coming to stay. First of all, everybody knows that you're going to go through cups. You're going to go through bowls. You're going to go through plates. You're going to go through forks. That just happens over time. So keeping an inventory in a closet and a locked closet where your cleaners or whoever can pull from to replace items, absolutely essential. One of the best cost-saving measures you can do is keeping a backstock, keeping an inventory. But having enough out so that people aren't like eating and then running to the sink to wash their thing and then waiting for it to dry so that they can eat again is like, you know, you want to create a great experience for people. And and that's not it. I guess, you know, if you were going for like a college roommate type experience, maybe you would want that, you know, just the one bowl, the one fork, wash when you're finished. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I I get it. And you know what? Everybody's properties are different. So if you are, if you are running a hostel, absolutely recommend that, you know, maybe that's, that's the right fit for you. Uh, Maybe don't offer forks at all. You know, maybe just, maybe just give a lot of, maybe just give a lot of napkins and, 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 you know. Uh, have folks eat with their hands. But, you know, look, I I think- It's who your ideal guest is, isn't it? Who's coming and what are they expecting? And if you're wanting to put that quality on there, your brand, so that people will come back, that more people will book direct, you know, we buy with our eyes. We want those gorgeous photos, those gorgeous glossy photos and all the beautiful interiors. So can you tell us what are the kind of things that maybe hosts and property managers out there don't think enough about. We've we've talked about sort of the number of things and some, but are there any products that you just, you really need to have in your arsenal? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of things. I, I really think when you're thinking about products, it's not just having 
you know, hand soaps and soaps and shampoos and things like that that are that are good. Again, good does not necessarily mean expensive. Like we have unbelievably quality products at a very, very low cost. But it's about having consistency, right? Like not having, you know, dial at the sink and then, you know, you have three different shampoos in each bathroom and the giant gallons and things like that, right? There's different ways to do this where you can do refills, you can do, you know, 10 ounce bottles, you can do whatever you're doing, but having that consistency throw flow through the property is great. I think that there's a lot of movement right now. My, my big kind of tip for folks um, in setting up units for this next year is to start thinking about sustainability. I think a lot of your European listeners um, are like nodding along and a lot of the American listeners are, we haven't, we haven't gotten that yet. It's coming. Um, I've been hearing it on the conference circuit. I've been hearing people talking about it. The, the regulations are coming. The ability to filter by, by level of sustainability in a, in a, in a vacation rental home is not that far away. So starting to think about that stuff now and buying, you know, biodegradable bottles and sustainable, you know, chemical free, uh, shampoos and that, that, that type of stuff is, is something to start thinking about now. So I think folks don't, don't think about that enough. And then the last thing I would say is when setting up a home, I think one thing people really don't take into account enough is how, how to allocate your budget appropriately or, mm-hmm. or not appropriately, effectively. And so there are certain things that you can really focus on to get the most bang for your buck. And like a couple of random examples of that. And I, I recommend everybody, you know, if you, if you sign up for the free trial of Host GPO, which I, I, I didn't mean for this to be a giant Host GPO ad, but but if you do, our whole team is, we're all hosts. It's people that signed up to join um, Host GPO to run their vacation rentals and they still operate. And so we're all very knowledgeable about this type of stuff, but things like spending extra on your, on whatever's going to be your hero shot. So when you're setting up your home, think about, hey, this is the best room. This is the best feature of the house. Sometimes it's the dining room. Sometimes it's the den. Sometimes it's, you know, the bedroom, which has a a porch that's going to look out. So Mm -hmm. figure out what that room is going to be and start thinking about it in terms of, okay, so my photography is going to focus on this. I need that first picture when people are scrolling for them to click on that. How can I make sure that I'm allocating budget to this? Does that mean that for this one, I'm going to get a really cool piece of art from, you know, we partner with Society6, which is a fantastic company for art because they have hundreds of thousands of options, literally 600,000 options that are individual artists that upload their work. So you can have this, this local feel or this unique art on the wall that's not, you know, if you're in, you know, Austin, Texas having the Eiffel Tower, right? Like that's, yes. you know, you don't necessarily need that. So, so again, can you focus on spending for maybe the art for that room or, or the furniture for that room in, in a way that's going to really stand out? That's like one example, or just because you're buying mattresses doesn't mean you need to put the same mattress in. and people make that mistake all the time. That means you put the same mattress in every room. If you have a room with a bunch of twins and you have a kind of main bedroom that is the king bedroom, you can put a nicer mattress in that room and then put other mattresses in the other room. So, mm-hmm. so there's ways to start thinking about how you're going to allocate your budget smartly, effectively, that, that I think when people are setting up their homes, they're not necessarily thinking about Yeah, out of the gate. Let's flip it and let's talk about what not to do when you're setting up your house or when you're, you've maybe already set it up. You know, just things that are just sort of the standard. What are the things not to do when you've got guests coming in to use your property? Yeah, I mean, look, I think, I think from a from a hospitality standpoint, and and you know, I think this is just getting it's so out there right now. But like, you cannot have 
chores and tasks and things like that. I mean, you can't ask your, you can't ask people to feed your goldfish. You can't, you know, you, 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 you need to, you can't forget this is, people are looking at this as an alternative to staying in a hotel. And so um, that's just what the industry has become. Most folks, again, very big caveat. This is all a function of price. Everything is a function of price. So if you're going to let them stay in there for $40 a night, but they have to feed your goldfish, that's fine. But you can't try to get top dollar and also, you know, ask them to clean up, the, you know, your dryer vents. So I think that things not to do, I would say, don't let maintenance tasks pile up in the home. Like that happens a lot. Uh, deferred maintenance. I think a lot of folks are used to, especially people that are just getting into the space, they're used to like their own homes where like small maintenance things that you don't think about are just getting done regularly. Mm-hmm. But then you don't, then you don't realize how much more use your your vacation rental home is getting. And so things like replacing um, HVAC vents uh, with filters. And uh, we have a great partnership with Ace Hardware where you can like literally just go into an Ace Hardware store and get a discount, which is cool, cool in the US, um, especially because I think a lot of the time you realize that's one of those things that's really hard to buy online mm-hmm. because it's like you'll sometimes have the thing, but you have to know the size and sometimes say what the size is. And you need it like right away. You can't wait for it to be shipped. Right you need it right then. And the, the best thing to do is to just take the one that you have and go to the store and say, I need this thing. And then they'll give you that one. So um, again, like, you know, I think deferred maintenance is something you should not do. Uh, I think I see way too often. Um, and then, you know, I think I think there's a lot of nickel, nickel and diming going on. You know, don't charge somebody if they break glass. It's It's part of the, it's just part of what's happening. If they break, if they break your glass window, you can charge them. But like, you know, I I think, I think that, you know, the industry, the the level of the industry is, is, is starting to elevate, which is awesome. I'm a huge advocate for the fact that, you know, the bottom 20% of this industry year over year gets churned out. If your rental is in the bottom 20%, doesn't matter if it's a good year or a bad year. If it's a bad year, it's going to be the bottom 35% if the economy goes down. If it's a really good year, maybe it's the bottom 15%. But those bottom performing units, they get churned out year over year. And so, you know, you want to make sure that you're not in that bottom. But the real, the real like winners in the space are the people that are performing in the top 10, top 20% of, of listings. And it's not that they are, the listings somehow are magically better. You can look apples to apples comparison. It's just that they have they're, they're designed better, the, the, they have better quality things inside. And so I think the thing not to do is definitely don't be in that bottom 20% because that's not sustainable, but also, you know, try to be towards, towards the top of listings because the return on those investments is so much higher. And that's what's, like, this, this is what's happening in the industry. You're getting all these people that are attracted to this industry, like, because they're seeing what's possible. But what they don't understand mm-hmm. is that, that is occurring in the top 20%. And you have to build something that is going to be in that echelon to be able to get returns like that. So, And it's all about your guest experience. It's what they're going through. That's the bottom line. And the right things in your place. And please don't leave heirlooms, priceless art, things that mean something to you, something that you cannot replace, don't leave them in your property. You know, I just, I despair at the thought of having something that means something to you, broken, take it home, replace it. I know people that use their own places. They have art that they switch out. 
So they could put art yeah. on the wall for guests. And when then they come to stay, they put their art back on. Easy. Easy. And I had, you know, we used to do that um, in some of the luxury homes that we would manage. Um, one of the things we would do is we would, when we would never allow bookings, you know, same day just because of the amount of prep work that went into this house. But one of the things we would do is when a booking came in, we would go to the home, we would move all of the art into the storage closet, we would put up the other art, you know, that's something that, that you know, either property managers can do on a very high level, but anybody can do. The other thing to think about is we do this series called Fix My Listing, which is super fun. It's, we have folks that, that, that send us their listings and then we do like essentially this webinar where we talk about what we would do to fix it. And it's absolutely scathing and terrible. I feel so bad for everybody every time we do it, but it's super instructive and I think people like it. And one of the ones that we did recently was this really gorgeous home um, out in the woods and they were so thrilled about the fact that they had these these Moroccan rugs that they had in the home. And they talked about in the listing description, these Moroccan rugs are from our travels in Morocco, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we talked about like, what's the benefit of that? Like who is booking that to, to have that experience versus what's, how many people are saying, Ooh, this sounds like it's going to be a, sounds like I'm going to be in trouble with this, or I can't, I can't bring my kids here. I can't Mm. bring my, and the truth is when we dove into it, it turns out that those Moroccan rugs were exciting for, for the, for the homeowner, but they were really inexpensive and they actually didn't care if they got damaged. They were just excited about them. And so we talked about like how you can make the listing be more, you know, be more open and, and have less of that, less of that, that feel, but also the fact that people could get worried when they, and not want to book a home that they have fear of, fear of. So anyways, tangents, yeah. but. Uh. No, I can totally get that. Cause as you were talking, I was going red flags, red flags, red flags, <laughs> but then to find out that they're putting something in there that, yeah, they're cheap or they don't care about them. Well then don't make such a big deal about them. You know, like just, you know, they're cool. Yeah, let's continue on. So what are the top items? What what are people buying besides mattresses and, and bedding? What are the top items? Or maybe let's flip it. What is the most unique things that people can buy through the, through you guys? Yeah, so great question. I think for, for host GPO members, some of the most unique stuff, um, we have partnerships with companies like Solo Stove, which are great fire pits for outdoor um, one oh. of the reasons why we part- partner with them specifically is that in a lot of states, um, these smokeless fire pits are the only ones that you're allowed to use. And so, especially for vacation rental users, if you're going to get insurance, right? If you have a, a standard fire pit, like the insurance company might not cover you or it might not be allowed to be in a vacation rental. So we partner with them so you can get great discounts on these on these solo stove fire pits. We partner with some other kind of, I guess, unconventional things that you might not think about, like supplies. I mean- Host GPO has the best pricing on toilet paper. There's there that's just it. There's just that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of our members buy toilet paper instead of buying it on Amazon or Costco, they buy it through Host GPO because they're getting better pricing. And then I would say, kind of the more other unique stuff is it's not just products. We also partner with a lot of service companies. So if you sign up for Host GPO and let's say you're trying to learn about the industry and the space, we might guide you towards. Uh, companies like, I think you had uh, Arthur from StayFi on here. Yeah. But like, so we have like a discount with StayFi or Mount or any of these companies that, that a handful of these companies that that might be useful. Again, you're getting that discount because you're a part of the host GPO group. That's awesome. That's what, and when we keep talking about discounts, what kind of discounts are we talking about? Yeah, so I would love to come on the podcasts and be like, you're going to get this percent off 
this, but we can't do it contractually. You have to join Host GPO and log in for your free trial and get approved so that you can actually see the discounts. But I can say things like this. The discounts range between usually 25 and 70%. The average member saved last year, the average member saved 39% on, on their orders. And the average member saved almost $13,000 on their orders. Wow. Wow. And we all want to save money, especially in this business, because, you know, this is not a get rich quick. You know, we do see those gurus out there saying, you know, all your wealth and everything. Well, it takes a lot to get there. And like you're saying, it's those top 20% of, of properties that are performing like that. It's not for everyone. So I'm glad to have you on today to talk about this and to talk about the interior, the experience that people have with, you know, your mattresses, your bowls, <laughs> your toilet paper, all of that, because they're essential to that guest experience, which allows people to have a really good time and then come back and tell all their friends and everything. And yeah, it's essential for for direct bookings to have the best there is. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's not even, I, I, I totally agree with you. My only caveat on that whole thing would just be the best there is, is not always, that's not even it. It's having the best thing for a vacation, for what you're doing. And so a great that example right. of that is the best there is, like, sure, we partner with Williams-Sonoma and yeah, you can buy all clad at a discount, but like, you don't need to put all clad pot and pans inside of your home to get that, that great review, but you shouldn't put, you know, your very basic cheapest things you can buy that are going to scratch and need to be replaced and look terrible. There is a very sweet spot in the middle. And we make a lot of those recommendations. We have a free checklist of everything you need to put into your home. When you sign up, you have a free consultation call or, or membership advisor call where we'll go through it with you and, and help put you in the right direction if, if we can, based on what you're, what you're doing. And the right thing for you, if you're a luxury home or a mid-level home or a basic home might be different, but the, the trick is putting the right thing in and knowing what that is. Yeah, no, I definitely stand corrected. As it came out of my mouth, I thought, I think I might have to cut this. But yes, no, it is the right thing for your business, for your place, your location, your property, your ideal guests, what that right thing is. Brilliant. So we've talked a bit about direct bookings. We've talked about brand. We've talked about the products that you're putting in your home. We've talked about what not to leave in your home. We've talked about design ideas and tips. I love your, when you talked about, when you spoke about where that hero shot is, you know, and making sure that that is as best as it can be so that you're really, because people buy with their eyes. So can I ask you, what does direct booking success mean to you? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think when I think of direct booking success and look, I, I, candidly didn't do enough of this in, and it wasn't as big of a deal in, in the early, you know, 2010s and, and, you know, around 2015, 2016, it wasn't as important back then, but it's become increasingly more important over time to start thinking about building a brand and having brand standards, because it's not just, Hey, I have five homes, or three homes or 10 homes. You know, do I need a, do I need a, a logo? And, 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 you know, are people really going to be coming to my site? I think that that's kind of stage two. When I think of direct bookings, I think of you need to start by building a brand standard that is going to have somebody come back and book again. And the, the, the way that that starts is, let's say that you're not there yet, right? You're just starting to think about direct bookings and you have 
five homes on Airbnb and you're about to launch your next home, right? The reason you should start thinking about this now is when somebody goes to book that new home and it says new or it has two reviews, the first thing they're going to do is click on your name, look at the rest of your, your properties and see what your reviews are on those properties. Now, that is the definition of like a brand standard. Like, what are you doing across all of your homes? And so when you start thinking about that consistency now and start valuing how important that is and buying intentionally um, with that in mind, then when you're able to start doing direct bookings and that becomes a bigger portion of your business and you can avoid paying all the fees and all the benefits that you know I'm sure get talked about a lot of the time, the people that book, it's not just going to be that one home that they're coming back to. And it could be, but it's going to be staying with you in this area or staying with you because they know how your business operates. And so I think consistency and quality are, are things that HostGPO really values that make a ton of sense for direct bookings. Yeah, I completely agree. So I'm going to put your links in the show notes where people can connect with you. HostGPO has a three-month trial, no commitment you know, I think it's a, it's really a no brainer. So Canada and the States right now, and you are hoping to get over to the other side of the pond. So, yeah, but I'm sure that takes a while to set up with the networking and everything that it does. Yeah, absolutely. We, we hope to be there soon. Good. I'm really glad because that's where my property is. So I really want you to get over there <laughs> so you can save me some money too. Thank you, Jeff, so much for coming on today. It's been great. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.